Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Private Sector Podcast. My name is Brett Splinter. With me, as always, is the homie, Joshua Joseph. Joshua Joseph Clark is here. And today, our very, very, very special guest, uh, very special, I won't give him very, 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 very special guest. Yeah, not over the top. Is, <laughs> is Alex from Twin City Tees. Alex, what up, man? How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you for coming and being on the show. Um... Alex, we joke a lot about having a lot of sponsors for the, for the, for the private sector. Delta it, it was hard to get in there. Delta Airlines. Uh, who else? Miller High Life. Who else sponsors this? Uh, Boeing. Boeing. Patagonia. General Motors. But actually. Sweet Martha. Sweet. <laughs> she hit you guys up, didn't she? Uh, yeah. You know, she didn't reach out. Uh, but Twin City T actually is a sponsor of the private sector podcast. So welcome, dude. Thank you for coming. Um, and Alex, uh, absolutely followed the protocol here and brought a beer <laughs> but well, actually you brought a fucking <laughs> the dopest old school cooler <laughs> yeah you brought an arsenal of beers in this awesome how old is that green belt cooler dude i don't know uh, <laughs> pre-amazon yeah, yeah yeah for sure that's probably when grain belt was actually brewed on seventh yeah they're right and that it, that cooler was made there's probably a lot of like mercury and lead in that cooler actually. that's probably why it's so well insulated <laughs> yeah. but, uh, the, keeps your beer cold for 45 but, years right, i'm gonna pour this because i already cracked it open off mic like an idiot uh what's the first beer we're drinking alex what do you got here which one is this oh you got to turn it back around what oh, was yeah, it hype yeah. there i was Hi-piece. there you go uh, dude, the collab with uh falling knife and uh black stack hell yeah headed out there yesterday talked to dan at falling knife i was super excited yeah dude this uh also this label is bonkers cool did uh charles made this right yeah, the homie over at Patmos. Shout out! Uh, if you haven't listened to his podcast, it's Libations for Everyone, and it is excellent. It's easily my second favorite podcast. <laughs> top top two for top me. two. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, not yeah, the best, it, but it's in the top two. Yeah, well, I gotta you know, yeah. obviously first is Joe Rogan, and then Libations <laughs> for Everyone, then like nine more, and then uh, and then the private then sector. the private sector slides in. But yeah, this label it's um it's a play on Altered Beast. For Sega, remember? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Did you have a uh, Sega all yeah. day? Were you a, Alex? Were you a Sega or a Nintendo growing up? Uh, we had the original Nintendo, mm-hmm. and actually, to I, I remember to this day, I had to save up my own hundred and seven dollars because it was ninety nine, and you knew, and there was tax, and you already knew, yeah. And so I was, I don't even know, throw the age out there when, when it came out, but I had to save that for the OG Nintendo. Oh yeah, the hundred and seven. I had to save it, dude. That was like nineteen eighty six. Well, I was three at that point, so that doesn't work. But like, <laughs> it, it, pretty pretty close in there. Uh, yeah, but I had to save like Christmas money the whole nine. Yeah, I was uh, I was Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Oh no, I never went that way. But then I I I, I went to uh, you remember Funko Land? Oh yeah, <laughs> do <Right>. you? <laughs> I went I went to Funko and I swapped out my Super Nintendo for a Genesis. Yep. And, uh, yep. Genesis we got, were the best. Were yep. you do were you straight up Gen- Joshua? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we went we Nintendo, go, we yeah. then we went Genesis. Yep, same here. And really never looked back. Then I went to I mean, 32X. You, got a, you were the guy that bought a 32X? Yeah. yeah. I'm still signing seven, autographs. You were, you were one of seven people. The 32X was the janky thing that clipped in the top. Yeah, well, and it was because <laughs> it was because we didn't want to get a Sega CD because the CDs will scratch. Uh, Sega I remember. Um, I remember... The Sega CD, watching the trailer for uh, Sewer Shark, I think was the name of it, where there was like actual, like video integrated in. Oh yeah, it, yeah. And just my mind was like 
fucking blown. But did you play a king, uh, Lion King? <laughs> did you guys ever play Lion King? It's like one of the most ruthless levels of video game. Like hard, super hard, harder were... than Battletoads. Do you remember Battletoads for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It pales in comparison to the difficulties of Lion King. No. Yeah, you're like Simba <laughs> running through the like hyenas are attacking, and it's just like. Left, right, left, right. You just gotta like you, you memorize. Is it like a, the is pattern. it an overview? Like yes. a, a, a head, like on top. Yes, and it's like just Spy like Hunter con- consistently running. Like the, the screen's basically one level the whole way through, but you're just like having to duck and dodge and dive and duck, <laughs> and you end up. Uh, it took like my sister got this game as a gift for Christmas, and. We're just like, oh, that's I was the gonna lamest say, shit I was going to say, what was the origin of... Uh... Right? I'm playing, like, Battle of the Ooze or whatever. <laughs> and my sister, like, gets to this level, and she's like, I can't beat this level. And we're like, ah, oh, we'll beat it for you. It's Lion King. I'm and hard to beat. it was, like, beat. two weeks, like, in the <laughs> yeah. summer, right, trying to beat this level. And it, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's been, like, a consensus as, as it being one of the harder levels of like the '90s to pass. I hate to bring this up again, but this is why we need a producer. Yeah, um, hold on. Yeah, why don't you cross-reference that with hard levels on Aladdin? Because it's probably gonna be- that was hard. Actually, <laughs> I had Aladdin for Genesis. You bring it up. That was a hard game. What's with these fucking Disney games being really hard? They lured. All right, hold on. I'm gonna um, hardest video game levels, like Sega video game level. Well, just, just gonna- to narrow down, just to narrow down, like the search parameter. Dude, all right, so the top five, it's not even on. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Hold on. So guess what is on there? Like your boy said, Battletoads. Did you ever play Battletoads for any No. For for the original? Yeah. No, no, no. Spiro the Dragon, Kingdom Hearts 2. This is the top ten. Guitar Hero 3. God, I hate this. That that wasn't even relevant to Nintendo. No. These are like Mike Tyson himself on Mike Tyson's Punch-Out's number six. Yeah, I remember playing that. Blades Zelda. of Steel. I feel like also this is kind of this is kind of subjective, right? Oh yeah, yeah. For which you're good for. Star Wars Turbo Tunnel on Battletoads, dude. Josh, this is kind of similar to what. You, what are you finding? Well, the first I, I typed in Lion King Sega Tough, <laughs> and there's an article from Lion King, October thirtieth, two thousand and nineteen, <laughs> saying that the Lion King is still devastatingly hard. I don't doubt it. Like, I don't doubt that it's hard, but it's not Battletoads hard. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you guys ever play Shadowrun? No. So Shadowrun was super far ahead of its time. You had to go to, like, these ATMs, but they were, like, connect you into Man, five minutes the into internet. the podcast, and we are, like, we're deep. <laughs> we're deep into some OG video. By the way, uh, Alex, did you open another one of these crowds? I just wanted to make sure everybody was topped off. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a. By the way, in true uh, falling knife fashion, I love how there's different labels. Like, well, different labels, and I, I think a lot of time people don't recognize that the fucking labels are, are stickers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know who reco- you, you know who recognizes that? Me. Yeah. You know who the else recognizes sector? it? My son. Mm. By the way, did I show you? I sent Joshua. I know I sent you. The, the, I don't know if I sent this to you, Alex. It's a picture. So my kid on his iPad, he's got a cover on his iPad. And he saw I put stickers on my laptop. So he's like, yeah, can I stick stickers on my laptop? Oh, yeah. IPad? My four-year-old does the same thing. I'm like, yeah, for sure, man. You know, absolutely. So we had a private sector podcast sticker on there. And then um, shout out to, you know, Falling Knife and the homie Charles that designs these dope stickers. I looked at his iPad the other day. Old private sector podcast stickers covered up by 
fucking falling knife uh, beer can labels. So that's the uh, line in the sand. That's <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> bunk. But I mean, g- good on him. This is real. This is really good. Yeah, they. I think he usually, if I, I'm not mistaken, I, I believe they do typically three designs per per release. Well, no, it's four because each can has a different one. If if it's something in a, a six or a four pack. Oh man, that's embarrassing. I just totally stepped on my. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we supposed to be working with these guys. Yeah, you know yeah. what? That's true. There's three. There's definitely three. But there's also minimum. another one. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's so a four. You're not wrong. There's like got, the golden ticket one. Yeah, yeah you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't say there was three total. Right. No. So. Um, Alex, you, you work on, manage Twin City Tees. Um, Falling Knife's one of your customers, right? They, they are. Falling Knife is one of your customers making dope shirts for them. Uh, you're wearing, I'm wearing a, a shirt that your shop printed for uh, Shram House. Shout out to Shram way on the other side of the Twin Cities. They're in like... Chaska. Chaska? Yeah, says it on shirt. <laughs> well, I know because I, 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 I run out there. Shout, shouts to the homie Matt out there. Um, yeah, yeah. But the, these these are rad. And I got to say that probably the dopest right now is you're wearing the Merc Merchants Black Stack shirt that you guys did. I thought we'd be recording in the dark, so we'd, we'd use the glow that, in the dark It factor. does. It, glow, it glows in the dark. And I have so many questions about <laughs> screen printing. I really do. But I didn't, I, like, I didn't write them down. But like... My, qu- my question, my main question I wanted to ask, and I honestly, I legit don't know this, and I've known you, we've been friends for a while. I don't know how you, how you started, is it a family, but did you start your own? Did you, uh, like, give us the, give us like the oh. elevator speech <laughs> on why. Why I got into a business that there's no money in. Why you got- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, I know, I know I've bought shirts from you and I know what, they cost and what you sell them for. And like, yeah, it seems like slim margins and yeah, I mean, you're always kind of super stressed out. So there's gotta be a reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't like life a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> I figured this is the quickest way. This is the quickest way. To, yeah. But uh, like, you've been in it forever, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Since I was, uh, my late fourteens. Um, really? Yeah. So, uh, there was a spot right by my mom's house and, uh, walking distance it was like, uh, Tango Town, St. Paul. Oh, dope. Okay. So walking distance that we'd go by and they had like a help wanted sign. Dude, this sounds like the opening to like Goodfellas where like Henry gets in like with the mob at the cab stand. Yeah. yeah. 14 years old. Yeah. 14. Yeah. yeah they uh, grew me up. Yeah. <laughs> Groomed you. Yeah. Um, no, but I uh, applied for the job there and just did kind of like the shit work in the back. You didn't even have any heat or nothing. And you're like in the back where it's kind of wasn't freezing, but it was cold. And, but you're uh, also 14, so yeah, exactly, 14, 15. Yeah. yeah, so I started working there, and you know, fast forward to 16, still working there. At 16, I start um, ditching school to go to work because work was cooler than school. Wow. And uh, 18, I was writing everybody their checks, and the owner, I mean, the owner was like a father figure to me at that point, and like. Um, yeah, I was writing people their checks. He goes out and does uh, some real estate development, and whatever. So you're the like shop. running the shop at 18. Legit, yeah, like yeah, yeah, coming in and I don't know, it was cool and everything. And then he comes back from doing the uh, real real estate development. We obviously butt heads because we do things differently. And um, uh, I think to put it the easiest way, there was probably a disagreement on both of our parts. <clears throat> sure. And at that point, it was 
yeah, we we separated our ways. And is that when you decided to kind of open up your own spot? That well, it, it's all aside from screen printing. The only thing I've ever done is wash dishes, and that was at the place next door to the screen printing <laughs> spot. So like, yeah, yeah, no, it, it it was what I knew, and then uh, is that the birth of Twin City Tees? Then it was, yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, Damn. well, I gotta, I gotta. And I, what like what what time frame is this? Without uh, this is because you're 73 years old now, so. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, I'm 37 or 38. I was gonna ask my son before I left the house today. I don't like. It all doesn't matter at that yeah, point. You're yeah. just like, whatever. Um, so you're look, we're looking at. So like I was 20 21. Years ago. Yeah, I was yeah, 21. Damn. Yeah, because we're gonna be Twin City is gonna be 16 years old in April. Dang. So yeah, I was 21. I 21 or 22 when we opened the spot. And oh man, it was just me at the beginning, and like. I was too cheap to uh, get a sign inside. So we had two four by eight sheets of like quarter inch plywood that we painted white. And then remember them old school like uh, projectors from from uh, from school. Oh, yeah. Legit. Oh, uh, from overhead. seventh grade. Like yeah. Overhead the, the overhead. The one that had yeah. the, like the crank on, with the yeah. transparency. Legit. Yeah. The yeah, exact yeah, yeah. same thing. So we printed the logo out on an inkjet printer or a laser printer and put it on the transparency thing and blew it up at night. And then with a sharpie, traced the logo on the on the wall, okay. and then colored it in with markers because we didn't want like a three thousand dollars sign or whatever. Dude, <laughs> but yeah, that was back like uh, our the original spot was on Prior and University, right by uh, like the Menards there. Yeah, well, it was actually before Menards opened up. It was when the the whores ran out of the the hotel there. Oh, uh, the and days the old in. Knox. No, no, not the days in. He, he's actually a cool dude at the day's end, yeah. but across the street... There was a different hotel? Yeah, and there was a Knox behind it, and that oh, other hotel man. had, like, prostitute problems like a mother. I like... Okay, this place must be sketchy because, like, that day's end is... I'm sure he's a nice dude, but it's not, like, the nicest. Isn't that what Tracks Bar and Grill is? Uh, was, but, yeah. yeah. Wonderful people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but so diagonal from there, there used to be a two-story building. And Habitat for Humanity came in. Okay, the, yeah. Bought the building, Knocked evicted about a dozen small business, family-owned small businesses. I find that kind of ironic that Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> they they evicted all of us, and I actually was. So you you can see it. I was in the newspaper for it, but I, I had a I had a banner made because this was during the light rail construction, and that that place looked horrible. I mean, sure. we had eight eight foot fences out in front, and you couldn't get people in there. Yeah. And I had a banner made when once they let us know that you had to get out. So I called their headquarters and I was like, hey, yeah, so I'm one of the... Uh, Habitat for Humanities headquarters. Yeah, hopefully they're not a sponsor, but... Um. Well, uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Our next sponsor... Do you, do you think Habitat for Humanity would sponsor this fucking show? Like, of all the things we joke about... Come yeah, on, there's yeah. very little humanity going on around Yeah, here. yeah. No, I called their headquarters just because at that point I was like... 25 or whatever yeah. and, I, I had, and you're stupid uh, yeah pep, yeah pepping my step and so yeah. i called their headquarters <laughs> i was like hey i'm one of the businesses here you're evicting and i know that you're all about replacing people so where's my new spot and, <laughs> and they, they were just like what uh let me get you to you know like phil or you know whatever yeah, yeah. it is they, and so i just repeated to the next guy and he's like let me take your name down. And I was oh, like, okay, dude. well, if you want to take my name down and the other dozen people in the building, because it's all family-owned stuff here. So that's cool. Man. So, like, you ever been to Midway Liquor? I have, right across the street. Oh, my God. Those dudes were, like, family back in the day. Like, Joe and I forgot his brother's Man. name. But it was all family-owned. It's a dope owned. spot, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's a little honey hole. Like, you could, you could probably go in there right now and 
buy some dope ass old. Like, oh yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and, and they're like nice as can be. Yeah. And so they used to be right next door to me. And oh, as sure. long as no cops are listening, I yeah. hooked them up with free cable back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like we ran cable <laughs> through the the roof, the ceiling. Cops are listening. Yeah, that's a civil issue. Yeah. No. No. Pirate boxes are totally legal now. Yeah. 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 But uh, also, if some cop wants to come and pinch the private sector podcast. Because twenty years ago you used to run pirate cable boxes. Yeah. Then maybe I feel like everybody had one. I wish statues of limitations is yeah. something that's <laughs> I wish real I heavily used around you know the what private I did? sector. Um, I was I wasn't pirate cable box guy, but um, those uh, bogus direct TV cards. Oh yeah. yeah Remember yeah. how you could get those cards that used to yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I digress. So so the, the the thing was so we were on somebody talked about us on some radio thing and then we were on in the newspaper because once they told us to leave mm-hmm. i made a banner the size <laughs> of the front of the building so it was like six feet tall i want to say and and we would get this was back when like we'd actually answer the phone and we had like voicemail mm-hmm. and we get voicemails all the time oh i love it so we so the shop was what 16 18 feet wide so the banner was like <laughs> eight feet tall but like 16 feet wide so it was and it said huge letters moving not by choice and then our new address just down the street (laughs) (laughs) because we we ended up moving down to like 280 in university okay did did habitat for humanity ever like they gave us like four months to get the get out and that was but didn't but they didn't like but they 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 actually didn't say it it was the old building owner okay that's what i was gonna say it's like how yeah they're not idiots. The old, yeah. the, the old building owner <laughs> sold it to Habitat for Humanity. Got it. Okay. And the stipulation was evict everybody in there. But there was a dude that had been there for like ever. And the thing is, so like. Not printing any shirts for Habitat for Humanity. I don't know. They print a lot of shirts. Bygones is bygones. It's not cash for 20 not mad anymore. But guess what these shirts uh, cost? But um, it, it actually be, it'd be super interesting. And like, I was talking with the dudes at Midway Liquor. So that place was around. Pre-prohibition. Midway liquor? Yeah. And so I it's hard to think through it, but they would have to clarify it. But they were they were when the, when they were in that location, they were the oldest reestablishing liquor license in the state of Minnesota because they had been open pre-prohibition. They were open quote unquote or they were quote unquote open during prohibition because the building was a speakeasy. There was like trap doors and shit. And like the, the place they're in now? No, no, where we were. They, okay. they got oh, torn okay. down. Okay. They got torn down. Oh, so you were in the same building as them before? Right next to them. Right yeah. next to them. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So okay. they used to be across, just the, across the street. Yeah. So they yeah. were able okay. to move across the street, but we needed more space. So we couldn't move that like that. Um, but yeah, the basement was like a maze and like there was like trap doors in the ground and shit. But like. Um, Dude, old St. Paul is fucking oh, yeah. bonkers cool. Yeah. Like there's the, like St. Paul's built on the mob. Dude, like, well, the, the the agreement was yeah my my grandpa grew up and he told me about it. it was like the agreement was you can live here and do your dirt in Minneapolis. Oh yeah. So like yeah the mob Barker gang and all that shit. Like. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so man, old school St Paul. And then when did you move into the spot? Yeah so sorry totally got off off. I know we usually are on a, like a really really strict regimen here on the private sector podcast. <laughs> super strict. Super super strict yeah. Um, so you moved to 280. Well, the storefront moved to 280 in university and then we bought this building on the east side. Basically we like, it should have been condemned. Like when we had the, uh, electrical upgraded, um, 
the electrician fell through the floor in the back because it was so rotted. <laughs> like, the idea was, oh man, this is this is a shithole. Nobody's gonna want to come here. Cool, we'll just do production. We'll just bank production sure. out of there. That means cheap. And that was like four times the space that we had on university, and so we thought it was all gravy. And then we had the the, the storefront on university, but that light rail really killed like. That killed you know, anything on university. I feel, I feel, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know anything really about development or anything, but like, it's a nightmare. I mean, now it might not be so bad, but like, they had us take, uh, they had us take count of people that would come in, mm-hmm. and so we Who's would. They? Uh, there was some like coalition of people that were like against the light rail okay. or whatever, yeah. and they were like, "You can sue them." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's well, gonna work." Luck, yeah, 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 exactly. But I was like, I- "I'm gonna take this information because we ended up getting like a that's a whole different story. We ended up getting a like a two thousand dollars sign out of it for the like sorry we screwed you sort of thing." But um, seems pretty. Ch- I mean, like, well, we had what? a f- we had a fight for the sign, but yeah, but I mean, like, I, f- I also feel like they looked at it like, yeah, I'll give them a two thousand dollars sign so they don't sue us for two hundred grand in Los Well, so, all right, so here's the thing: we were they, <laughs> they were like, take a, take account of how many people come in, so. Pre-construction, I don't remember the exact numbers because mm-hmm. it's so long ago. But pre-construction, we were looking at like 16 people a day. And then during construction, it went down to like nine people a week. Ooh. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that whole was... place was all fucking ripped up. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like when they when they put that light rail through there, I think everybody was just like, it's a nightmare. I don't want to drive there. And even after the light rail was done, it was like, oh, I heard I can't park there. So I'm not going back there. And I don't know. So we ended up getting out of there, which sucks because like i really enjoy midway like mm-hmm. like that's that's a part of me growing up like i i had rental properties in midway like midway was a definite part of me and the east side <laughs> never was joshua lives on the whoa, east whoa, whoa, side whoa. josh lives on the east side of st paul sorry sorry shots fired literally yeah yeah Feeling like <laughs> elementary what up <laughs> so but now uh tct that's what I call it. Twin City T to the, to the layman. TCT. Yeah, it's easier. From here on out in, in, in the show. TCT is on the east side right now. Um, and you guys are jammed in that in that building. Right? Any commercial real estate agents that might be listening, hit us up. Yeah, looking you're looking for at, at least 10,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. 15 if, if you got yeah. it. <laughs> our, our actual core demographic that listens to the private sector podcast is um, commercial real estate. So that, there's one reason I came to see I, <laughs> <laughs> Honey, where are you going? I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go find us some space. I'm going to go find us some space and record, record a podcast. What's it about? Mostly commercial real estate. Why are you taking a grain belt cooler packed for, full of beer? Uh, it's a long conversation. It's a long yeah. conversation. You know those three real estate agents I have working on it? No, the podcast yeah. is the way. <laughs> all right, well, let's let's. All right, so twenty years in the business, uh, uh, screen printing shirts and and doing embroidery and making dope shit. So I got to know you actually through um, Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. Shout out to Johnny Shout Mac. Out to Johnny Mac, who worked for me at Surly. What up, Nacho? Worked for me at Surly. That's what I knew him as, Nacho. Yep, yep. Do you know why his name was Johnny Nacho? I didn't. So interesting story. I'll go into a lot of them. Yeah. The first time we go into like meet quote-unquote meet him or whatever Well, let's give some backstory the reason you were meeting with him he ran merchandise at surly brewing company um he worked for me at surly brewing company and i remember him saying like i'm gonna meet with this local guy who does this dope like discharge printing and blah 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 and he's like do you want to come to the meeting i'm like i don't have time for that i was a busy guy i was a you know i I was a busy busy guy cut to (laughs) cut to fucking me and bob playing computer games yeah it's early well you gotta find out who's winning (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you winning? So we went we went into the meeting and we uh you remember Andy. Andy Geeson. Yes, yes, yes. Andy Geeson, who so used to I be knew, the purchasing agent. You probably knew him from Rhyme Series. I knew Andy from Rhyme Series. Yep, and sure. Andy, so the design for the, what was it? For nine. Surely nine. Yep. yep. Basically, that's where we came in. Because the the woman that did it yep. apparently told him, the only place that can print this is a place in South Carolina. You need a special kind of ink and all this stuff. She and, sounds really old. You made her voice sound like, the only <laughs> person that can print. So Andy... Who last I hear is working at I think a dispensary in Colorado. Dude, so appreciate he, you, Andy. I thought I heard he was working in the adult uh, toy business. I'm not even kidding you. Okay, I, you I, can I, edit this out, but I think it's a hybrid because he asked us to print something about dildos and weed. I'm not editing that out. No fucking <laughs> way. <laughs> Did he? I, I don't. I don't. I don't read. Uh, I like, know he left Surly. He went. He worked at like a barrel brokerage place that like um, for like you know, whiskey barrels that you sell. To. Yeah. And then, I mean, it would fit his lifestyle to work in a marijuana type of thing. And well, in Denver. Yeah, yeah, in Denver. It's legal. <laughs> dope. But like, I thought, um, and somebody can fact check this, um, but I thought he was, or he, let's get to Andy. I don't know. I might have his number still, but like, well, he yeah. emailed the info box, which I don't check. Like the customer service people check that, but like he emailed that. Well, he didn't email it. I think he texted it, which only leads more to the fact he's probably in Colorado. But he texted our phone number. <laughs> he texted. He texted your landline phone. Yeah, but we got like VIP, so we can get it. <laughs> uh, but he like texted the number about getting some like some sexual something, and so the customer service was like, "Hey, can we print a dildo shirt with hey, weed on I it?" I think this is an order. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Shout to Andy Geeson. But anyway, let's get so so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you so, so dildos Joe. and weed shirts. <laughs> dildos and weed shirts. We're sitting there with Andy yeah. and Andy's like, "All right, here's the deal. I got hired at Surly. Yep. They said you can do whatever you want. The only thing That's you can't right. do is question Nacho." And so he looked at really? me. Yeah, he looked at me and Aaron and yeah. you met Aaron. Aaron came with us. You, oh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron's a sweetheart. Like I love her. Awesome. Aaron, Aaron, if you're listening, uh, Montana's getting old for everyone. You yeah, got to come back to the States. Yep. Uh, you've already seen those <clears throat> sweet Montana skies. So Actually, I guess Montana's in the States, but. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. Anyways, um, Aaron was at the meeting and uh, Brooke was at the meeting. And so Andy's there and he looks at it. He goes, he goes, you can say anything you want. Whatever Nacho says, don't question him. And so wow. I'm, I'm an anxious person was in he being general. Serious? Oh yeah, yeah, because because Andy said he was hired, and he goes, "You can do whatever you want. You cannot question Nacho." And so I'm, I'm an anxious person in general. And so I'm like, this dude's got a name like Nacho. Uh, <laughs> like he's a Mexican gangster. <laughs> well, I was like, my name's Alex. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a cool name, and like. Yeah. I was like, okay, so this nacho guy is going to like appear over my shoulder pretty quick. Like, <laughs> better not drink any more beer, yeah, nothing yeah. like that. And then he was just like chill about the yeah. whole thing. So do you, do you know how he got the name nacho? I don't. And I, and it was one of those things. Don't ask, don't ask anything about nacho. He spilled nachos all over Omar's wife. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like, it's not like a tough story. <laughs> I thought it was, was like I slid his throat and I poured nacho cheese down yeah, it. No, like, he was hammered at, yeah, I think nacho. it was Darkness Day or Surly Fest and dumped nachos all over Becca. And so they called him Johnny Nacho. Yeah, no, it's... That is the uh, best way for it. You know what? Johnny Nacho, you better be listening. And honestly, props to you for that, yeah, for that, getting the name that way. And, and also, sorry if I like wrecked Mystique behind his nickname, but... 
Uh, yeah, he he literally fucking spilled the thing. That's dope. He's a hammer and he spilled the thing of nachos. And so it was nicest nacho. guy, though. The nicest yeah. guy, but like, yeah, Annie totally had me freaked out. <laughs> Did you know that, Joshua? I didn't know that. <laughs> so, breweries that, that you work with right now, obviously, Falling Knife, uh, Black Stack, you did some stuff for Shram. That Black Stack shirt is super dope. And I don't want to pimp it out too much in case they're sold out of it now. Or I don't know, get more of them, but yeah, I, I'd imagine they're sold out. It's very glow, dope. Glow in the dark. Explain, like, cause dude, the glow in the dark, <laughs> the glow in the dark is <laughs> difficult because, like, you think it's glow in the dark, and it's like the old Nickelodeon glow in the dark slime. Yeah, and it's like it's not the same way. So, like, the glow in the dark, legit, you stand under a glow light, mm-hmm. it'd be like you're at a rave. Yeah, if you put it in the sunlight mm-hmm. and then bring it inside, it'll glow for like three hours. Uh huh. If you have it under regular lights for like an hour, it'll glow for like an hour. Like, yeah. and we can probably put more powder into it. It's just so it's a, a powder that goes in with the ink. I'm just trying. There, to there's think, different ways. I'm just so trying like, to think of the dope stuff we could do with this, like powder. <laughs> I, I always thought so. I, is it, I, I is said it to toxic? The, like you could. We could try it out. And try it. <laughs> can you imagine? So how dope what? What I told what I told the dudes at the shop was like, you know, it'd be really cool if it wasn't COVID time. We just get a little bit of the powder. Dab it on your mustache, and then we go hang out at a club or something like <laughs> it that, looks like and just look at people's face. <laughs> it just looks like you yeah. got some glow in the dark booger shit. Yeah, from the bathroom. exactly. <laughs> they'd because be, they'd be hitting you up. They'd be like, "Where'd you get this?" Yeah, <laughs> actually, I got it from my screen printer. <laughs> my screen printer, Alex. <laughs> um, the glow in the dark is pretty pretty cool. He hates cool. Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> no, they do wonderful work. Except <laughs> if you're, except if you're a small business. If you're a small business, I hate you. Glow in the dark the, is dope. Uh, at Barrel Theory. You, um, yeah, shout out to seg- uh, Todd and everybody at Barrel Theory, yeah, Timmy. Se- segwaying back to, um, we got to know each other better. Obviously, you did, did everything for, for BT yep. uh, when I was there, and so you did all of our launch merch. You did a great job. One thing that you did also that was super dope is you did those, um, like the foil printed. Oh, god, did you hear the story about the woman that went through the uh, airport security line with a, one of the BT foil shirts? With the one that had the big foil. No. Okay, so the foil is like. So to back it up though, real quick, yeah, yeah, it's good, like good, a, good, good, good. It's like um, uh, we we did uh, BT and they still do every year. It's super cool. Uh, they do a pride shirt. Yep. And so, uh, the homie Steve Frosh actually made that logo, that pride logo, which yeah, I think he, is really cool. Yeah, he actually came out to us when we were at your uh, third, I want to say, year anniversary when we printed yeah. on site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great dude. But um, that 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 drippy drip logo. Yep. One year we wanted to do like a holo- holographic, and Alex, being the sucker for punishment that he is, he's like, "Oh, I love a challenge. We, we we can do like this holographic foil print, and it is. It's kind of like a foily material, but apparently somebody got fucking pinched. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like think about like your Reynolds wrap or whatever. Yeah. And then take like maybe a third of that in the thickness, mm-hmm. if you will. Like if you can go to that. T- so we print, when we print it, we print actually an adhesive on the shirt mm-hmm. and then you throw it through the dryer. So the adhesive is actually not uh, sticky to the touch. Okay. And then, well, that's the way that we used to do it. And then you put it on our heat press. Now we have a thing where we actually do it on press. But um, so yeah, you print the adhesive on there. And then after that, you put whatever the foil is. The foil comes in like, you can buy like 200 different kinds or you can have your own foil made. And then you put the foil over it, and then you uh, apply pressure and heat. Dude, this sounds like a lot of work per shirt. I don't think we tried doing videos at the shop, like Dan, yeah. that like runs everything there, like is awesome at freaking videos. 
And like he's made videos on how we do every step of it. And like I think people just think are like, oh, I want to get a shirt made and I'll You're just right. get it printed. And it's like, you know that there's like an hour that goes. It, I'm being generous. There's more than an hour, but at least an hour of prep time for like a simple one color print. Oh, I, there, I, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. And that foil's got to be just a nightmare. The foil's interesting. Okay, to so put it nicely. Well, fast, fast forward. So you get yeah, oh, yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. Fast forward. I, I want to know. So how did this? Lay, how did you first? So, how did you hear about it? But like, but but uh, well, the way I heard about it was pre-COVID, as, as well as you know that we would usually go hang out at BT, and yeah. you know it's it's close to the shop. We'd go have some beers. Yep. And uh, we go in there, and I don't remember if it was uh, Nez or who it was, but somebody was like, uh, yeah. This this woman that was uh like a the the VIPs must have got the one that was all silver or something. Yeah, I think members did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she called us and was like, "Hey, heads up to anybody else that gets it, don't go to the airport." Because she apparently wore it to the airport when she was going out of town. Yeah. And it went off in like the metal detector, the security thing. Like, and so like if you got if you got a key of like blowing your asshole and you're trying to, you know. I swear it's the shirt. <laughs> you're just you're just going through and you get tagged because of our yeah. shirt that we tried to raise money for, you know, Pride Dude, Week. Is on. that the computer screen right now for private sector is spiking mm-hmm. in Mexico? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, uh, right along yeah, uh, Nogales and uh, what is we that Juarez? Yeah, yeah. So on on the on the um, analytics that I have, so like we can see who what IP addresses are listening. Yeah, we shockingly um, don't have that many international listeners. Should we do the rest of the podcast in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> I think no. If we had a producer that could have Google Translate up, maybe. Um, and it's good that we don't because here's a shameless segue. Do you know why? Because I'm offering free shipping on our private sector shirts right now. Oh, And shit. I could really get we could really get fucked if somebody in Australia ordered one because I didn't put like a disclaimer or anything. You want to know how much it costs to ship to Australia? I bet you know. More than T-shirt. I'm going to tell you right now, more than T-shirt. You know, also really bummer of a segue. Um, <laughs> normally for our guests, we offer them a Twin City Tees uh, T-shirt. Just was just thinking about. So, um, Do you have one of my size? What size are you? For the ladies listening, <laughs> mostly uh, an XL. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Any of the dudes that I hang out with, you know I'm a 3X. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We do actually, and I know that because you printed it for us. <laughs> so sorry, we don't have a. So you know what we should do then? Yeah, what's that? We're gonna have to be on point here, but uh, let's think of a drinking game. Instead of drinking, we give away free shirts to anybody that can uh, call us out on a word or something. Uh, let's not say uh or um because I don't think you. Can Ooh that shit! If you hear us clearing our throat. <clears throat> No, that <laughs> <laughs> all the geeks will chime let's just, in. <laughs> let's just make it pretty easy. I mean, like. If you want a shirt, hit us up. Tag Private Sector. Yeah, there you go. And uh, if we got one in stock, I'll ship it out to you. Tag Private Sector. You're going to ship it even? Yeah, we'll ship with everything else. We ship out so much stuff every day. It doesn't matter. Okay, so that's that's dope. So holler at us. Yeah. Everybody outside of Iceland. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the continuous. The contiguous United States. <laughs> All right, here's the offer. Limit one per household. You have to live in the continental United No duplexes allowed. No duplexes. <laughs> but um, if you repost any private sector media post and tag Twin Cities Tees and us in that repost, uh, Twin City Tees is going to send you a T-shirt. And all you got to do is tag us. I'll keep track of them. And I'll work with Alex. This is good till Friday. Till Friday? Yeah. Well, we can't say that. Who knows uh, when we'll release Yeah, this. let's not do Friday. Let's do the end of the year. I love it. We'll post this cool. episode December 30th.
No. Yeah. <laughs> through the end of the year. Who cares? It, yeah. Through the you end. You got like, I say when you think three letters, Trans? What's that? <laughs> 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 no, I'm fucking the, with you. Through the, end, through the end of the year. Who cares? Uh, yep. Yeah, Let, let's do end, it. I'd love to give some people some shirts. Hell yeah. Through the end of the year, you repost a uh, private sector Instagram post. We'll keep track of it. Um, I'm going to shoot you a message and get your address, and Alex is going to send you a shirt. Dude, thank you. That's awesome. Well, just disclaimer, we got like kids large through 3X. Yeah, so if you're smaller <laughs> than a kid's large or bigger than that. 4X, you're, 4X and 5X, you're probably going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or till the, till the new design comes out. Either that or gift it to somebody. There you go. But uh, what's that you were saying? The, you, so you've shipped shirts like... Have you shipped? You shipped oh, Australia? shit. Yeah, yeah. So we actually had like, I don't even know how they found us, but it was a school or some, something in uh, uh, Alaska. And they placed the order with us. I, they were in, in the cities. Okay. And they placed the order with us. And they're like, we know you can't have them done by the time you leave and whatever okay, else. Okay, so they were in town for something. I, I don't know yeah. because like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not... Full disclaimer, I'm not great with customers all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I don't dislike them, but I can't give them the attention that's required, I think. Yeah, that's just because I'm, yeah. That's why you run the show. So they come in and they. Yeah, so they place the order. And then they go back to Alaska and they're like, ship yeah. it to us. So they're, yeah. And you, and so, being the nice guy that you are, no problem. Oh, it's, it's not a big deal. Dude, we've shipped shit to like Central America the whole sure. night. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but. It was like a remote village in Alaska. <laughs> so we ship it. Uh, it had to go UPS. And I want to say, I could be totally wrong, but I want to say it had to go second day or I could be wrong. But anyways, that's irrelevant. Just me geeking out. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like, you know, school 384, <laughs> care of airport 289 in <laughs> bumfucksville, <laughs> Uh, Alaska, street number three, <laughs> attention, Pam. <laughs> and, and she was like, yeah, just ship it that way. I was like, really? She goes, yeah, we just have to pick all of our stuff up at the airport. I was like, oh, wow. Well, I okay. picture like a float plane coming in too. Like it's not a 730. No, 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 no. It's like no, some no, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a puddle jumper. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I was like, you know, I was excited because it was like something new yeah, and everything. And like, I get it. It was like, Oh, new customer and everything, but I was like, just to be like clear, we probably can't ship this one for free. <laughs> like we usually ship shit for free, but like these these forty shirts or fifty or whatever it was, I don't even freaking remember. But like, um, they got to go on like private planes and stuff. So like, how much did it cost? If I could give you an honest answer, I would. But it was it was between a hundred and two hundred bucks. For, for like twenty some shirts or something or whatever it was. But you know what's pretty crazy? This this makes me sound like an old forty ish year old white guy, which I am. But isn't that crazy that it, in it's a lot cheaper it, than putting it on a yeah. horse? I'll but tell like, you that. Dude, just think of that. Like in two days, you can have some shit to some random ass oh, yeah. village in Alaska, and uh, it, it all kind of comes into the whole like we're super spoiled with everything. Well, you think that's crazy? So like one of these, uh, there's a long story that I'm not going to get into, but. My dad made a, a connection with a, a company in China because he, he worked in China a lot. Mm -hmm. Some of the more intricate stuff that doesn't make sense to like have made in the U.S. Sure. Like she'll make out there and like, yeah. <laughs> Kelly, if you're listening. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think it's odd at all that stuff's made in China. That's kind of pretty common. No, but, yeah. but, but Kelly's been there for me on yeah. 
multiple things. Like, you know, you throw up a pop fly and she's like, yeah, I'll take care of it. But, uh, the crazy thing is you can have like, you can have a package ship from, uh, Shenzhen. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but in China, she will ship us a package for $30 and it will leave China and we will have it. The, the fastest we have had it is 26 hours. The slowest we've had it has been like 36 hours that's or something. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like standard, like shipping through them because you can't ship ground that way. Yeah. And so it usually comes DHL and like, sometimes they'll get hung up in like Ohio, I think is their hub or whatever. But like, Jesus. yeah. When I worked, um, when I worked for Best Buy, we were doing like outside sales and business to business stuff. Um, OB2B. Yep. There were times where we didn't specifically ever have to do it, but like uh, if you're working with like a data center or, a, you know, a place with a lot of sensitive data and you have hard drives fail, you need them immediately and you can same day ship stuff yeah. in the US. Um, like, and th- this was even like 15 years ago, but it was called Sonic Air and they basically, yeah. they buy a seat on an airplane is how it works. Like a dude, yep. a dude flies a T. So like, oh, this hard drive died and it's for an incredibly important line of business application. It's like, all right, well, HP's in Texas. We're going to throw it on a seat on Delta and for a couple hundred bucks, the fucking thing is in your hands in hours. It's like, man, what a time to be alive. We've actually done that for um, some like musicians before. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like, oh shit, you know, XYZ sold out and, you know, so-and-so from whatever, you know, fan club is heading out to Denver today. I love how you're protecting all the names. (laughs) Because any musician that might be listening knows very well that they plan very far ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Well said. And I appreciate the shit out of all of them because I could never in my life be a musician. But like, they'll they'll set, they'll like, have somebody just like check some stuff on a plane? Yeah, legit. Yeah. They will. Uh, will yeah, pack. Will will either pack it in uh, boxes, and you can bring the box instead of a, a bag. Or they'll put it in the bag, and that's a hustle there. That's dope. Yeah, because it's cheaper. You know, it's like what, what, what's the price on right. uh, the fly, fly in a bag? Like thirty bucks, forty yeah. bucks, whatever. It I is. suppose. Or like, or you can ship ground. Like, if we ship something ground, if we ship a box of t-shirts ground to Florida, it takes three days, and that's like twenty-eight dollars or some shit. So. If somebody's already on a plane, they can just toss the $35 down and get there the same day. Next next, next on the beer agenda is what? Take it away, Alex. Ding. This is the uh, Stuff Crust Triple IPA from Blackstack and Bricksworth. And okay. uh, but Have you been to Bricksworth yet? I haven't. We, we tried to go, but they uh, were sold out of food. <laughs> I went down there. Um, I went down. Oh, did you get that? On, that was good. Good crack. Oh, here you go, Alex. Get us a good crack on the microphone with that one. Ready? Oh shit! No, no, no just take it straight up. Yeah, it will. Sorry, you got the janky mic holder. No, no what's well, not janky? It. You know what that is? It's actually a bass drum mic holder. If you like a bass drum, Josh the, and I the are screen printing one. They want me to use like an ear thing, and I was like, dude, I don't have anything like. <laughs> I don't, I don't My accountant was like, hey, we need to uh, have a meeting. Oh, well, I told you that the 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 morning I had to wake up. He's yeah, like, yeah, you gotta have a meeting. I was like, yeah. Are you coming to me? Yeah. Or am I going to you? He goes, we'll do it online. I was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, we'll just do a Zoom. I was like, I don't have uh, a Zoom app. I don't have a camera. I don't have a microphone. Like, I'm so I don't fucking... have electricity. Well, no, but, but like, it seems really <laughs> weird to like, in these days, to be like that fucking backwards. But like, 
that's just not me, dude. Yeah, like, that's fair. Like, uh, I'll put out any fire screen printing related, yeah. but like, <laughs> you want me to hop on a fucking Facebook Messenger or whatever WhatsApp thing? Like, Boomer. <laughs> Boomer over Yeah, you want me to get on a FaceTime TikTok? What's that? I feel like What's that. that? Like, <laughs> you, want me, you, want me to, you want me to do a Tic Tac? With yeah. The, uh, yeah. No, no. Somebody was you like, should do you, the ice bucket challenge. I yeah, guess somebody was least. like, you should do a Tic Tac for the shop. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, fuck Tic Tac, dude. <laughs> No, no, people whoa, are all whoa, about whoa, it. Whoa. Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, that's right. That's right. Never mind. Meaty making faces coming Q1 yeah, 2021. Jo- <laughs> Josh has a TikTok idea. And, it, and I, we've talked about this, but if, you, if you're not, if it's not clear now that Josh's nickname is Meaty. No, I've been, so, yeah. Okay, yeah, but like, but like, so, but all right, so Meaty making faces. You want to pitch this idea again? Because I think I edited it out last time. Oh, man. Nah. So Meaty making faces TikTok channel. Just, it's it? coming is all <laughs> I can really, I can't, I can't you know, disclose. All the fine print, but I can tell you that it's coming. And I wanted to just make sure that TikTok was the right platform. It's not. TikTok's garbage. And what's what's meaty ma- what's the premise of meaty making faces? It's just meaty making faces. Why do I beautiful wanna... faces? Yeah. It could be that. No, I think it's more like whatever. I think it's more like reaction from what the way yeah. you've explained it to me, it's like it's like somebody says something and then it's meaty going like, they, like, I, like this is there's no video component to our show. So it's hard to commit. But yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And that's, that's essentially it. There's going to be some, there's going to be some hard hitting <laughs> scenarios. Bust, you know? us off, bust us off with an example of what we could see. And, and only Alex and I'll get to see. Yeah. It. So, right. you know, let, let me see mad. All of a sudden, no, all of a sudden oh, yeah. you're walking yeah. across the street and a dog <laughs> gets drilled by a semi. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's yeah. legit. That's yeah, legit. That's, no, okay. Me making faces. Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> that's the face I would have made. To be to be honest, right, I, I right. didn't give you credit until I seen that. Yeah, that was so good. Let's see. All right, one more. So you walk into the bank right as the bank teller blows off the robber's face. <laughs> <laughs> it's similar it's kind of i'm gonna be is fair this gonna appear in my yeah, deposit today or tomorrow yeah yeah it i got to see a firsthand podcast listeners and they were similar but i, I that's what i would have done too that's good yeah i feel like this doesn't transpose well oh. to podcasting but yeah yeah dude i gotta interject yeah this stuff crust yeah i swear to god it's like my top five of all time your top five beers uh, of all time I, yeah and i just say top five because Give me one more in your top five. I'm not going to make no, you No, that, that, that's why I said top five, because usually people don't question you. Yeah. No, but I, I, and I'm not going to make you break them down. What's one more in there? Uh, like, well, Desert Island beer. You know another one? And, uh, no, I... What? Well, well I, I'm, I'm going to clue you in on another one, and I hope it's all right. But uh, yeah. I'm going to clue you in on another one, just because it kind of brought me into the uh, hoppiness of things, mm-hmm. is the raindrops. From BT. Yeah. It was... It, I've well, heard it, of it. It was yeah. and is... The most balanced mm-hmm. IPA. Well, that's you, not right. I don't well, know if it's balanced. It's over the top, and that's why you love it. But it's over the top without anything that's going to kick you in the ass. Like it's just like sure. smooth. Yeah. You and know, like that. That yeah. totally brought me yeah. into like the hoppy shit. Dude, I grew up. I used to bleed my first case race. I won on grain belt. I used to. I used to fucking bleed grain belt. Well, 16, over 17. A, a grain belt cooler from I've got I've got one of the last hundred beers produced off the grain belt line Do on, you on re- unopened? Street. Yeah, unopened at my, at my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you bring that to the fucking podcast? Cool. <laughs> yeah, because uh uh what was that a pilsner? I don't <laughs> yeah, even know about yeah. beer, but yeah. Aged pilsner that that long is beautiful. 
But um, no, I, yeah, raindrops is raindrops is absolutely a uh, a top a top five beer. Top five, Ci- uh, yeah, Ci- Citra Mosaic. Yep, Citra Mosaic. I think that combination is great. Uh, Falling knives is what verbal tip is Citra Mosaic. Verbal tip. Another hey, banger. you hold your pants, stay in your seat. We got the verbal tip in the cooler. I'm not holding anything about my pants, but I am staying in my seat. I'll drink that next. Um, Todd Todd the Axe Man was uh, kind of it was it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. You enjoyed it when it was Todd the Axe Man, not when it was just Axe Man. Surly got to a point where, like, I loved what they did, and like, you know, obviously they're they're, they're yeah. famous, but like, there was like a very I'm very ignorant with drinking beers, mm-hmm. but like the very end taste, yeah, it killed me every time. Yeah. It and I don't know what it was. I, I, it is what it is. But it was like at that point, it was just like I couldn't do it anymore. And like, I get it. I can't discount them for what they've done don't to the industry. It, I, I don't think anybody from Surly listens to this podcast. I can almost guarantee they don't. So I don't really care. Well, shout, out, shout out to Ben. Ben Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Ben Smith's a great dude. Yeah. Ben Smith is an absolute great dude. Ben, if you're listening, shout out. I'd love to have Ben on the podcast. Ben would be the guy from Surly I'd bring on the podcast. No, the people at Surly that I dealt with, we're all, we're all pretty straight up people. Like, me too? Nice. Even me? You didn't really deal with I, me. I didn't deal with you. I, I don't think I ever knew you. Yeah. And if I did, I would probably be like, who the fuck's that guy? Because I was just told Nacho's like Jesus, basically. Well, Nacho's Jesus? Nacho works for me, so that makes me God. <laughs> Ain't nobody told me that, Duh. though. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. <laughs> no, just but, kidding. But it, it, it came to a point where it was like quality wasn't necessarily an mm-hmm. issue with the merch. And, um, and I'm not trying to like dig on nobody for that, but like... Yeah. That's one of our like, we turn away a decent amount of business because it's just like I get it. We can't do that the right way. Yeah. And um, oh, there you go. Wanted stuff gross. Yeah, yeah, get ready for something special in your mouth. <laughs> I've had these. Well, the but beer, the, the beer is coming too. I was gonna say I've had a nickel for every time Alex said get ready for something special in my mouth. Speaking of special, and in my mouth. mouth. <laughs> well, Joshua over here is crunching away on um some pickles. Ooh, pickles. Had to grab some pickles. Uh, we got the Blackstone going. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. If you want to explain, Josh, since we couldn't provide shirts for our guests today because he makes them for us, what do we provide him with? Pickles. <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> you don't eat pickles. Dinner. Do yeah. I know. Yeah. It was a great He's letdown. Not even, <laughs> yeah. He's not even enjoying the pickles. Just only pickles. That's why we do the pickles on the side with the burger, homie, because I'm the same way. Sometimes I only want one or two. What do you think of the burger, Alex? I mean... It is the same reason that I'm like behind your vision on the podcast and everything. Like, I totally believe in it. That shit was off the chains. Man. Oh, like, dude. I like, mean, you're, I mean, you're biased. No, I'm not because yeah. I, I've seen the pictures. It's been like a month and I, I've been sitting home this like, the first damn time it. you got to have the burger. It is. And like, what, what was it? Like three months ago? It was yeah. like the very, very beginning COVID, I think. Like, you were one of the few people in my bubble that like, yeah. I hung out with and like uh, I swung through and you're talking about the black stone at night mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it's probably some drinking and, <clears throat> going and you bought on. one. No, oh, well, there there's <laughs> what not going on the whole night long. Yes, <laughs> and you were like the infomercial person, I, and I, I remember uh, turning to uh, Tony Hogan. Yeah. Yep, yep. I turned to him because he came by with Kate. Yeah, and uh, I think they were doing their wedding pictures that evening. Yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. They swung through. Beard, yeah, and I swung through, or they swung through, and I. I I tapped him on the show. I was like, dude, is he getting paid? Because I want to buy one <laughs> right now. And I remember your wife turned to me, yeah, a character. Yeah. She looked over and she's like, see, you could sell these. And I was like, I'm ready to buy one now. <laughs> like, and I didn't even know one. what it, 
I, I did. And, and, and the <laughs> thing is, I went to, I like, I, I think I went to Menards the next day yeah. because it's like up where I live, Menards is just like what I do on the weekend. Yeah, and it's uh, like, where are you from? Where do you live? Andover. Andover. So yeah. Coon Rapids. Yeah. So that's what you do up there. Yeah. We go to Menards. And yeah, it was good. We're going to, we're going to try to do, I'd like to do, I want to figure out a way to do like a pop-up or two and um, just feed people in the service industry. That's yeah, the, that would be awesome. Yeah, That'd be awesome because you know, like, they deserve it. Yep. Shout out to all the people in the service industry, breweries, yeah. the whole nine. Oh, like, dude, like, well, even even down to the hair kind of people, like everybody that doesn't need to be out there, but yep. it's in everybody's face. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like and we take them for granted, I think, a lot of the time. 100%, 100% we do. And and COVID is all, the weird thing is I, I this, this is a polarizing topic. I, I get why we need to limit indoor dining. I really, really do. Understood. I, I get it and I do, but at the same time, so like fucking Black Friday can happen. <laughs> like, you know, like we could right. pack a bunch of assholes into fucking TJ, TJ Maxx and Kohl's, but we can't. So I don't know, you know, not to, not to I don't want to like, make it like a polarizing thing on the show, but I did want to bring it up because realistically, um, we all touch the service industry and Alex, like the majority, you know, of your clients are either music or service industry. And yeah, it's huge. I think, I think it's, it's just kind of, it's a sad thing to see this this industry crippled, and that's why another thing I wanted to talk about too is having you on. Like, merchandise for small businesses is such an incredible portion of their existence, and like, I don't know if a lot of people get that. Like, when you go to that brewery and and buy a t shirt, um, not only do you get a dope shirt, but like you're helping them out tremendously with that product and you're 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 having some pride in wearing it. And well like, you're helping them out yeah. by by buying something that they don't have to make. Yep. So they're they're instantly making money off of just something that yep. they, they get in. But on top of that, you you rocking around town. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that one of the biggest points of pride that I've had, as weird as this sounds, is Seeing somebody wearing a shirt of like, I think I know where this is going. But you know, like seeing somebody wearing a shirt of of a business that I started, or I have a hand in, right? So like I, uh, you know, like um, Surly was cool. Like I worked there, and when you saw Surly gear, that's one thing, and that's neat. Um, but when when we started Barrel Theory, the first time I ever saw a BT hat on somebody that i yes. didn't know this is where i thought yeah, it was going yeah. it's somebody <laughs> that i did not know you know because like it's one thing like you can make shirts or whatever and i shout out to my mom and everybody who's <laughs> gonna buy them but like seeing that hat from a brand that i had a hand in on somebody else knowing that they don't know me yes they're not related to me <laughs> And um, they paid money for it. Or you didn't give it to them. I did, yeah, exactly. Or I didn't give it to them. But exactly, dude. And um, also, segue nicely into, like, you know, people have been buying um, the Private Sector Podcast shirts. And it's not a thing that will ever, ever, ever get old for me. So, yeah. No. But, like, it, all right. What are we opening? We're opening a verbal tip. We talked about Citra. Yeah, da- da- yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. tossed me a verbal tip yeah. and said, uh, try this out. And I said, Dan. <laughs> You've tried it out. I'm you, sorry. you remember I'm that? Kept trying. Well, I'll just, I guess I'll just. Try. You haven't had this though, Joshua. I have you? had this. You have? Right. Yes. I thought you hadn't. No. Yeah. Remember that time you came yeah. up to my camper with a oh, case with a case of it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, try this out. I was I like, Dan. <laughs> I puked. Yeah. You remember that polite time you asked me to leave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was verbal tip all night, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. What a great time. Straight sticky. 
Yeah, it's a sticker on that. Psych. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the forethought on like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie because like we're, we're trying to get into to some glass printing if yeah. we get, if we get new room, new, yeah. new spot or whatever. Yeah. I would love it if you put but, uh, with. Well, you, it, it'd be good times, but like uh, the forethought that they have to put stickers mm. on all the cans. Mm-hmm. Good night, dude. That shit's yeah, a, dude. Pat like, design the homie Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the smart guy. No, it, it comes down to what you th- throw a number out there. I, I don't know the exact number. 70. Fifty cents, seventy, oh, what, what, yeah, whatever it is a can. It's super cool. But it, it, there's it, no uh, way it's seventy cents a can. Well, who, dude? I like to estimate the high side. Yeah. But like the thing is, like now you got a sticker. Yeah, dude. You can throw I told a sticker you, my up. Kid puts these all over the fucking private sector stickers. <sighs> I heard you guys have some stickers. Yeah, I'm gonna include in uh, every Twin City T-shirt we give away a sticker. Oh, yeah. Are you guys going to cover the shipping then? Because the, the sticker's are. pretty hard. <laughs> I'm going to throw the sticker into every package. No, right, no. So. You, you swung through the other day, and I asked you. I did. I said, can I get some forklift certification? Oh, I need to certify the forklift. No, man. no, no. And, and you, no, you, 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 you I need said, to certify the forklift. Uh, you said you would, and then you're like, peace out. Yeah, I did. Forklift's been sitting on the... In the alley on the yeah. east side, the only the only private sector certified forklift in the Twin Cities right now is at Flagstaff. The they, well, well, that is yeah, that's pretty high certification. But the thing is, safety meeting smells yeah. like a safety meeting. The thing is, <laughs> right now over the weekend on the east side, I probably don't have wheels left on my forklift. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for your certification. Yeah, so we need to certify. <laughs> the huh. forks are gone. The wheels are gone. <laughs> <laughs> the cage is gone. Uh, also, one thing that I did want to give a shout out once again to our official sponsor. Super legit. of Fish. Legit. Actually, the only sponsor that's ever done anything for us ever, Twin City Tees. It's at Twin City Tees on Instagram. Do you have a TikTok? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. It Welcome. Was the, it, yeah, it was a private sector podcast. We had an insane time tonight. We learned a lot about screen printing, but you know what we learned, Alex? We learned a lot about ourselves. And love, Brad. And love. And love. Also, <laughs> repost. Fucking repost a private sector post. Yeah, we're, we're giving away a free shirt. No, we're going to... Not only that, we're, we're shipping it to you. We're and shipping you it shit. to you. Like, for just reposting some dope Yeah, shit. we're shipping it to you. COD. Hashtag private sector. Hashtag Twin City Tees. Hashtag private sector provisions. Hashtag private sector media. Follow us at, at Private Sector Media on the Instagram. But more importantly, follow Twin City Tees. And guys, my name, in case you didn't know this, is Brett Splinter. Uh, I am a small, small portion of the Private Sector Podcast. The majority comes from the big homie. Joshua Joseph. What's up, my man? Joshua Joseph. And our special guest, Alex. Thanks for coming by. Very humble. Thank you, guys. Oh, man. We had a great time today on the Private Sector Podcast. Support small businesses. Yeah, yeah. Stay true. Stay real. Deuces. Deuces.